Listening to being Jim Davis, no grave but the sandbox. <laughs> Inka mm. dinka do. Inka dinka do. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Uh, Chris, today we are going to podcast about Garfield. And Hell yes. Yep, I'll tell you specifically. We're going to podcast about the Garfield from Friday, November fourteenth, nineteen eighty. The day that it is. Oh, did I not move the thing? Yeah, you've got to advance the... Oh, I thought we were on Friday. No, we're on Saturday now. It must have been on Thursday before. Yeah, it's Catterday. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Catterday. (laughs) We welcome you. Catterday, specifically for November 15th, 1980. Today, we're actually reading the 881st ever Garfield. That's right. What happens in this Garfield, Chris? John, in today's Catterday special of Garfield, a cat thinks a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. A humorous thought on the part of a cat. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Garfield and Merle in in instant Murpo. No, there's no D in that. Stan Murpo. Whatever. God. What? Um, wait, wait. Who's this third human character who has entered the tableau? There's only one human character, Chris. There's, there's one human okay, character and two cats. I meant cats. like a third character who's human. Mm-hmm. I should have said, who's this human, human third, third character, character who has entered the tableau? <laughs> um, yeah, it's John Arbuckle. You, you know, you know John uh, Arbuckle. I remember him. Yeah, we haven't seen John Arbuckle recently. All right, so he interrupts the the tableau. Yes. Uh, air DJing with his right yep. hand. Perhaps he's on roller skates. It's hard not, to know. I'm not convinced of that fact. Um, he's. I, I think it's worth noting that the countertop slash table only comes up to John Arbuckle's thighs in panel yeah, one. That's it that's seems weird. A little bit low. Yeah. Just a little. <clears throat> All right. Uh, John says, "What the mm-hmm. ellipsis?" Yeah. Question mark. He is as surprised as anyone that there's a new cat in his home. It does raise the question. (laughs) This cat has been here for like a week almost. It does raise the question, though, how Garfield's grandfather, Merle, got into John Arbuckle's house. Probably an open window. Yeah, maybe there's a kitty door. We know know for a fact that there's a kitty door. Maybe he snuck in through the ventilation system. John, in fi- within fiction, John Arbuckle has a cat door. Does he? Yeah, because it slapped Garfield, it banged Garfield on the ass once, and Garfield, like, punched the whole oh, door. Oh, I, th- I assume John just installed it for that day only. It's possible that it was yeah. there that day only, yeah. That's um, second panel, camera pan- uh, zooms in on the two cats to, to, uh-huh. to frame them there, and then John uh, kneels down, I guess, in between yeah, them? Yeah, because now the countertop comes up to his chest. Yeah, maybe there's a bar stool that he sat on. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Um, <clears throat> he's got a, a hand on each cat. Uh-huh. And he yeah, says... Yeah, arms... John, arms are they, they're, akimbo. Yeah, yeah, there's... They're, I would... Yeah, 
Bear Kimbo. Kimbo. Yeah. yeah. Eyes closed in delight. John says, "Why I, why I'll bet, I you do you do John. I can't why do I'll bet you two are related, aren't you? <clears throat> I can see the family resemblance, which is a lie because his eyes are closed. He can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. Garfield um, is looking kind of pleased up at John Arbuckle. Uh, Merle, Grandpa Merle, is looking at John Arbuckle in annoyance. Yeah. yeah. Um, third panel, Merle." grasps John Arbuckle's neck and holds one paw back like making a fist with it yeah. um, and then kind of staring down staring John down eyeball to eyeball eyeball to eyeball with a grimace on his face yeah John is not excited about this no he's alarmed he's alarmed <laughs> I think he's experiencing a fight or flight response yeah um yeah Merle thinks Take that back, you wall-eyed mucksucker. <laughs> Inka dinka do. Inka dinka do. I, um, few things about this third panel, John. I yeah. really, really like the term wall-eyed mucksucker. Okay. I, again, I hope that it's not racist. It seems like it <laughs> potentially could be. <laughs> it's like a, you know... 1930s term for an Italian or something. That's a possibility, but um, I'm hoping it's not racist. I like it a lot. Um, it's got an two. urban dictionary definition. Does it? What so is someone who constantly fails at everyday activities that are not difficult to complete. That is that John actually, Arbuckle to That fits John yeah, Arbuckle to a T. That is 100% John Arbuckle. He has seen through John Arbuckle. It is the brief time he has known John Arbuckle. Well, I mean, he's wow, probably Wow, this heard is a really judgmental Urban Dictionary <laughs> entry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Urban Dictionary is yeah, usually, usually so, known for so their, their tech. And, yeah. Um, yeah, people who are mucksuckers are unaware or oblivious of everything they fail to do. These people are the ones who give America a bad name. Wow. The people who deserve to live in a cardboard can outside the residential Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> John, um, just, the weirdest just, thing about that, uh huh, the 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 phrase cardboard can. What <laughs> cardboard? What can, that is? That isn't very odd. Uh, John, just a, a, as a point of clarification, uh, are you looking at the? Urban Chris, dictionary? I'm sorry. The second entry is a little bit different. It says okay. a term used for a person who cannot who stop mind. themselves putting dirty things in their mouth. Hmm, that so doesn't that. seem as much like uh, no. John Arbuckle. Um, are you, just as a point of clarification, are you looking at the Urban Dictionary entry for mucksucker or wall-eyed mucksucker? Chris, as a point of a, a point of clarification, um, your audio just started to sound shitty. Did it? How about yeah. now? Does it still sound shitty? No, it's fine now. Okay. Well, we'll probably cut that out or not. Okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, no, this is just muck sucker. Oh, okay. oh, and oh, uh, the first one was muck sucker, two words. Uh -huh. Yeah. Which is what Merle says. Yeah. The second one was muck sucker, one word. Mm, okay, and wall-eyed, they also have definitions for wall hyphen eyed, two words, and then wall eyed, one word. Merle uses it as one word, so that's um, when your eyes are kind of funky. Did you say that John Arbuckle's eyes are yeah, kind of funky? That's that's that fits him to a T. Merle, a real a real wordsmith here. He really yeah. like really very precise language. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that's um, a, it's an excellent, yeah. excellent uh, uh, kudos to Jim Davis for excellent writing this week. Yeah. Um, I think basically the whole week through, but particularly Wall-Eyed Mucksucker, which is yeah. which is delightful. Um, my point, too, on panel three, John, what I like about this. Uh, hang on, what, hang on, hang on. If we're going to talk oh, no, about okay, Jim yeah, Davis. Oh, no, okay, yeah, let's continue on talking about the term Wall-Eyed Mucksucker. No, 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 no. His, his wordsmithery this week. <clears throat> um, the strip where Merle is describing Garfield's birth. Mm-hmm. He uses uh, uh, the these nice alliterative phrases. We didn't mention that. Yeah, we. I, I feel like we should Frolicked have. in the Frolicked fettuccine, in the fettuccine rolled, in the rolled in the ravioli. Yeah, that's good. And then he kind of blows it with ate all the lasagna in sight. But, you know, well, he, you know, I mean, it's the rule to... of comedy. You know, the rule of threes, you know, like the third is thing that... is different, I guess. Oh, I, don't know. I, I thought it was just he couldn't think of an L word <laughs> that meant eight. And we all know that Garfield has to eat the lasagna. Lapped up all the lasagna. No, it doesn't. Oh, that work. would have been good. Yeah, lapped up all the. Yeah, licked. Only licked all the lasagna. Back, licked all the only, lasagna in sight. Only you could have gone. You could go back to 1980 mm. and help Jim Davis with. It. Okay. Anyway, uh, the thing I like about the closing of this strip is that you know Merle is angry that John Arbuckle uh, says he sees the family resemblance between the two of them, and. His response is to grasp John Arbuckle by the neck and threaten him with violence. Yeah. Which also demonstrates family resemblance with Garfield. Yeah. Like he responds exactly as yeah. Garfield does when John it makes really, him Yeah, angry. it really is a, a it's a tight punchline. Yeah. Yeah. In is that, that it, is that dramatic irony? Situational irony? We may never know. I it's there's no irony of any kind. I feel um, like it's a, I feel like there's a variety uh, there's a kind of irony there dramatic as we in in eh. expressing how in expressing his displeasure at john arbuckle noting the family resemblance he only exhibits the family resemblance further i feel like that's yeah, some I, kind of irony i, I see what you're I saying i don't think i don't think that's a kind of irony but um yeah no it, it my, is contrary it might, it, it's possible john that i've discovered it's... a new kind of irony <laughs> <laughs> it Scient- is it it's poetic. Yeah. Yeah. Scientists, yeah. John, are still struggling to produce a unified theory of irony. Like to, that <laughs> theoretically at, uh, you know, at, at intense energy levels, all four kinds of irony merge mm-hmm. into one hyper irony. Mm. Okay. And, okay. Whatever. And, the show's and then, and then the hyper irony sprouts arms and legs and, 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 goes off to form a Garfield podcast. And it's all like, Inka Dinka Do. Inka Dinka Do. Look, you've, oh no, wait, you're hosting this one. End it. Oh, all right. End you've it, been I listening, say. you've been listening to being Jim Davis. No, end the podcast. You've been, that's how we end the, <clears throat> say, the say the stuff we say when the show is ending. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. We die alone, we die afraid, we live in terror. We're naked and alone, and the sandbox is the loneliest place. <laughs> you can support the show by leaving a review on iTunes, find a visitor website, beingjimdavis.com. You can stuff on it. Uh, Twitter at Being Jim Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and good night. We'll catch you next time. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. 
Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.